Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are listening to in the world and whatever time zone you are on, you are very welcome to listen to this podcast. This is Talk Till the Cowsers Come Home with myself, Marcus Cowser. This is chapter eight of the journal, What Was, What Is, and What Now. And those of you who listened to our first episode, I suggest you go back and listen to this, that one, before you listen to this, because I have been joined yet again by Miss Sarah Richardson. Uh, it went so well, chapter one, and those who listened to it told me, get her back on for chapter eight. So you're welcome yet again. Yay, due to popular demand. Due to popular <laughs> demand. Sarah actually told me she wanted to get back on. <laughs> I was like, the minute we finished, I was like, hey, can we do that again? Yeah, can yeah, yeah. One? No, well, you're very welcome. And I think it's mad. We just actually, another one off air. Off air. Off air. Um, <laughs> the fact that we ended on chapter one, in regards to doing things that self likes mm, yeah, and feeling how self feels is the most important. And that's why chapter eight with harnessing my energy mm. sort of rolls into this one nicely. Yeah. Um, and you said, do you have to do each chapter simultaneously? Mm. And I said, no, well, not really. You know, you can actually just pick one and, and you made a brilliant point. If there's areas where they might feel that they need to attack during mm. times that they're feeling depending go and attack those um chapters so again this is what the podcast was all about to answer the questions or to help people along with how do i do this yeah. so these will be released leading up to the release of the of the, the launch of the book and um i'm really really glad that i did it mm, yeah you know i'm really yeah. glad i've harnessed my energy into yeah. this yeah that's it. i mean creative energy something that starts off as an idea Something that starts off as immaterial and then to bring that through, the majority of people don't ever, you know, get to this point. So yeah. that's well, incredible. Full disclosure, and I've mentioned um full disclosure, I didn't write this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did mention Vicky uh earlier on in um a separate episode. Um so I have this sort of brainchild in my head about doing a podcast, and I said it'd be a really good way um to sort of put it out there and explain mm -hmm. to people because you know but i didn't like talking i don't like my voice for some reason but you're a radio voice I, no yeah <laughs> right but anyway <laughs> i was toying with the idea and i said how am i going to do this and i was having a bite to eat with a colleague of mine and the girl sitting beside us stood up to leave and said do you mind me interrupting you and i said oh what did she hear her say and she was i wasn't listening to your um conversation but i heard your voice and your voice is so soothing mm. she said i heard you on a podcast that you were on and i did one with sean and carly and she said oh my god your voice you should really do your own podcast wow and my energy just lifted right there and then i was like what that I was a ping. I was a ping yeah. yeah so when she said that to me i i, I floated out of that place yeah. and i was like oh my God, I just, I couldn't hear, I just could hear those words. And I was ra raring to go home and get it started. And it just gave me that push that I needed. And sometimes that's all we need. Yeah. We just need that one person. And, and going back to the self-awareness, maybe sometimes telling someone, you've got a really good energy about you. Mm -hmm. And actually saying that to someone, they might never ever heard that before. Yeah. But they will walk away feeling, wow. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, and I know people... It's not for everyone. It's spiritual and it's a bit hairy fairy and oh, hairy fairy. Uh, well, have you ever met hairy hairy fairy? Not hairy fairy. Hairy fairies as well. <laughs> Us men. <laughs> but it's like it, it's all about energy. It's all about I I appreciate you and I get that. 
it's not for everyone but actually going up to someone and giving them a compliment is absolutely everybody needs to hear yeah. it and the thing is we hear so much about energy and no one really understands what you know we can easily be like oh my god you've got such great vibes but like what does that even mean mm-hmm. and the thing is like on basic basics like quantum physics well, quantum physics is not basic <laughs> no, no. but like when we go to the the simplest atom it's vibrating energy we're you going again, I mean? aren't we? We're, We're going, going again. there. Jesus Christ. Why can I not just talk about like coffee and bread? And just like the Because news. it would go, it would go, go <laughs> to back to the beans in go. Jamaica where the coffee came See, from. See, I'm a Scorpio, right? And someone said to me, oh, you're a Scorpio. So you are literally like the deepest. Scorpio and Pisces are like super deep people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do you want to talk about death? But no, there you <laughs> go. But even because we know each other from the beach. Yeah. And that alone is a place, an energy minefield. Like it's oh. literally there that you go at seven in the morning and I've often gone back at four and you're still there covered in sand. I am. Yes. Yeah, 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 me. Because yeah. people that you've met or whatever. And, yeah. and there's times when I'm saying I could stay here till two and I have stayed there till two because my energy around that place and those people. Covered in sand. Covered in. Remember the time? It's all, yeah, I remember yeah. with Dave. With Dave, yeah. <laughs> and, and, but you can see you don't want to leave. Time seems to stand still. Yeah. And that's the energy that that place holds and the yeah. people that are drawn to that. So that is exactly how we finished um, episode one, yeah. going to find places that you feel, I feel good here. Yeah, This brings yeah. out my higher self all the time. The thing is when you, so the, the one thing that I feel when you're in the flow state, which you were speaking about in the first episode, um, there is no time. So there's two two types of time. There's Kronos time, which is chronological. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's Kairos. And Kairos is like soul time, which is a little bit stretchy and it's very expansive. And it's, you know, either time goes really quick or really slow, but it's not chronological. Mm -hmm. And we pre us making time and watches, which is completely man-made, we only we only knew the seasons and we only knew the you know by the moon rising and the sun rising and oh okay now it's winter and now so that's all we knew so i always find whenever you know that you're in that's there's somewhere that has really good energy or you're in a conversation time will disappear it's mm-hmm. the number one thing that goes okay yeah and that's so true mm-hmm. um whereas when you're with people that don't it's it's so slow oh it's very slow it's ticking by and it's mm-hmm. and generally that's sometimes when it comes to work or when it comes yeah. to school it's a, you know but work especially when you find yourself in a job that you just aren't happy yeah you know you begin to look at it a little bit closer and go oh, can i get to something to find a better purpose yeah. on my own journey you know i have been in jobs that i enjoyed at the time but i just was lacking that mm, i'm missing something else yeah and it made me look and change i didn't want mm-hmm. society to say no you have a safe job stay where you are keep the mouth shut head down you, you know but be free feel free inside and 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 i think with relationships with work with family with houses with whatever holidays sometimes when we go away if you don't like a place don't stay at the pool yeah go and explore yeah you know but it's all inclusive go and explore and on the team of energy like see where your energy is being pulled to mm. you know because when you actually like say if you were to get up on, on a day and you were like god i really feel this pull to go to the beach say and then when you get to the beach you know there's a right person that you need to have that right conversation with, and you end up in a whole thing they give you the right piece of information that you needed 
Or if you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh God, I really don't feel like going, say, to the beach or going to whatever. Like really listen to the subtle, you know, energy flow because there's a current that is kind of moving us around. And uh, but in order to do that, like especially with this chapter, this is about getting into the subtlety of life because we're so used to the extremes and energy is subtle. Um, so it's this subtle thing of like me sitting with you and feeling energy, right? And me leaving you and feeling like high as a kite versus me sitting with you and feeling like, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and then me leaving and feeling drained. Yeah. And it's not easy because when you're, when you start to be tuned into the subtleties of energy, you know, things get revealed. Like, I don't think I can be around that person. You know, it's, um, yeah, that's the first thing that comes to mind when it's, when it's, you know, when we're talking about energy is that it's not extreme. It's not, you know, a big flash in neon light. It's really subtle and usually it's in your body. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, with clients as well, sometimes you're learning to, to read your gut. Yeah. And I think sometimes the gut tells us stuff, but we don't, we don't want to listen to it. Can know? I add to that? You may. <laughs> Right. And I'm going to. okay, so basically, so our brain, you know, we've got, you know, neurons and whatever. And then our gut, you know, we have, I don't know the exact amount, but for the women, there's 90,000 nerve endings in the vulva. Right. I have to bring it here. Okay. Because I'm a midwife. I need to bring it here. Guys, the lads that are listening. Sorry, lads. This is good understanding. This This is is great. Yeah. 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 This is for the first date conversations. (laughs) Yeah. First date. 90,000 nerve endings in the vulva, right? Which means that our, as women, gut is actually in our vulva. Okay. So which means that, like, say, so say for a, a man, um, you know, you may feel, like, so where would you feel, like, so if I were to say, do you want to go here? And you're like, no. Where would you feel that? Um, out of my depth in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> if someone says, do you want to come out, swim, or jump off the 40 foot, I just go, no. Yeah. Because I don't. I like yeah. to wade. I like to walk in. Yeah, oh God. And 40 foot and Vico bats and jumping into depth, even though I probably would be able to in the Mediterranean because I can see it. It's yeah. It's something about the Irish Sea. It's the unknown, I think. It's just that stomach, yeah. It's just yeah. that, mm, no. So you feel it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like what I generally do, and I had a class last week where I was getting people to, I'd ask a question and they'd feel into their vulva and get a yes or a no. Okay. So, and it's really good for everybody to get your yes and your no. It doesn't have to be with your vagina, you know, but say for the women, you know, say for the women with your vagina and with the men with your stomach or your gut, if I were to say to you now, and maybe we could do it together. If I were to say to you, uh, show me a yes, what's a yes in your body? And it might be like a tingle or an energy or light. Mm-hmm. What does it feel? What's a yes for you? I get a, it's like a full breath of fresh air over my whole body. Yeah. It's like a full gust like of wind, force. like a gust of wind. Yeah. Yeah. And I just get that little shiver and it's yeah. yes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And, and everybody who's listening can feel into what their own yes is. And then if I were to say, what is no, like danger, danger, don't go there. Don't drive your car today. What's no? It's, it's again, it's my head. Something just, it's like a clamp on my head. 
Wow. Yeah, it's a clamp. And Were I you have forceps delivery. <laughs> Were you? No, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, okay. I'll ask my mom. No, it was back in the 75, 75 Yeah, that's yeah. where the forceps oh, probably came was. From. Yeah, no, it was just it's like a, just like a heavy heavy head for some reason. Yeah. It's really like clamping on my head, um, and I just get this okay, and I have yeah. to sit with it. If I just let it go, I put it down to a headache or whatever. Generally, I walk into that danger. Yeah. So understanding yeah. that. And, you know, even if it's stress apart, I have my appendix, awful problem with my appendix, uh, tonsils and a hernia, all in the space of about 24 months. Yeah. And when I looked at it, it was probably at a stressful-ish time of my life. Yeah. So the, the body does know the score as the book goes. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but now I understand that it's my gut and I'm understanding just little feelings. Yeah. Listen, sometimes it works. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't, but you have yeah. to live with it. And that's how we get more experiences. Mm. Sometimes it's hard when you get a no for something that you really want to do. Like if you're going on a date and you're getting a no, but you actually really want to go on the date. Mm -hmm. That's, that is sometimes hard to attune, uh, trust actually. It's hard to trust your yes and your no. Yeah. Well, that no oneself back, yes. no oneself will know what's right. And then the ego might take over and say, but they're really hot or they've got a really good job or they're, promising me a flight to Paris and you might think yeah I mean, yeah I'd go on that day. well no but your gut is saying it doesn't add up yeah you know it, you know why waste your energy in something yeah. that might make you feel good for a couple of days but you know deep down long term it's not going to happen yeah and that's about saying right I need to put a boundary in place or I need to just protect myself a little bit yeah and again beliefs and values make oh but get a safe man or get a safe woman get this mm. and have children but your stomach will tell you yeah the truth yeah you know yeah and I would say start off small like start off with like will I have a cup of tea I always say this example and then I have to stop it because I'm always like we'll have a cup of tea or coffee and I'm like well your your body's not going to tell you like it's a yes or a no answer mm -hmm. so like will I have a cup of coffee today now my body is like no don't have coffee you're wired already and sometimes I ignore that but but then I feel the effect of it. So I would say start off with something small, like a cup of coffee or like something that doesn't have a big dramatic like outcome. And so you can kind of build the trust muscle with that, you know, with yeah. your, with your yeah. uh, uh, intuition. Mm -hmm. My auntie does always, I, when I go to my auntie's for Sunday dinner, I'd have two or three cups of tea and then we'd have our dinner, we'd have our dessert. And it'd be about six, half six. You say another cup of tea. And I say, oh, no, 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 I can't. It's too late. I'll be going to the toilet all night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I'm like, hold on. How old am I? I thought I was going to say, you're like old? an L one. <laughs> yeah, but it's just I've built up so much fluids that day that I yeah. just know that. It'll, it'll, so that's me yeah. running joke. But it's about knowing your body. It's knowing yes. what works for you and what doesn't. And coffee at a certain time, I know it might sound like a good idea and seem like a good idea. But it's choices. I know come nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, I'll be wired. Yeah. And if I'm hoping to have an early night. Yeah. So again, it's about putting putting your mind into your experience and going, okay, say no. Yeah. Just yeah, say yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, And we live, we live, I think, in a, rea in, in a fantasy world most of the time. Yeah. We're always living in a memory. Yeah. So when we go back to, you know, a place that we may have had a bad experience with, the energy just changes within us. Yeah. Oh, completely. Like a happy moment, yeah. or if someone even uses a phrase that maybe a parent that passed away, oh, my dad used to always say that. We go straight back to thinking about them. Yeah. And that's could determine whether we think that person is safe or we feel good around that person or not. Yeah. 
And that's, you know, that's the therapy side of things that we do live, tend to live most of the time in a fantasy world from previous experiences. Yeah. And that's how we harness our energy around, nah, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. Trying new things, getting out of that comfort zone, trying something that you haven't done before will make new memories. Yeah. New experiences, mm -hmm. new feelings. But also you can say, yeah, no, that didn't work for me. Yeah. I love that. That's so true because, yeah. It, it, it's always taking us out of the present and, and bringing us into something that actually isn't really happening. No, no. Yeah. But again, we're basing our decision on something that happened previously. Yeah. And even energy, you know, energy imprints on a place as well. So like say what we've created in the shelters, like well, there's such a fucking high energy there because there's so many people who are going there to heal, who are going there dancing, who are going there laughing, who are going there like, Brida and her whole family like there's such a high energy there and when people go to a place repeatedly like for generations people went to the church now the church may not have been an actual sacred place but when people go with a very clear intention of sacredness then that creates a space mm -hmm. so like for example when you go to the sacred sites in Ireland like you feel something, even if you're not tuned in, you're like, whoa, I feel something regardless of or not. If that is actually anything you're feeling, what you're feeling is people who have gone there with a clear intention or a prayer or a clear heart. Um, and over time that builds up energy. So like, say you're a beautiful home. I can feel the energy of this home. I've been in homes that have not felt good, mm -hmm. that actually your skin would crawl. And I remember, um, when I was younger, we'd go, we'd be going trick or treating. I grew up in Donnymead and we'd be going trick or treating. And I was, in August. In August, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I just wanted the sweets. <laughs> and we'd be knocking on the houses, and and the minute they opened the door, I'd feel the energy. Mm -hmm. And I remember there was one particular house which I just hated the energy of, and it ended up being a mad, a mad joke. Like who was actually living in there? Criminal, something going on. But uh, the whole point is, every house we went to, I could feel. That feels warm, that feels fun, that feels like, ugh, you know, mm -hmm. so places hold energy as well. You dressed up as a witch though, didn't you? I dressed up in a black sack. Yeah. Is that what you mean by witch? Well, that's the witchiness <laughs> Actually, coming out. funny story, right? When I was about 10, I dressed up as a nun with a dirty habit, right? And like, you know, the way a nun actually yeah, is yeah, called yeah, a habit. Yeah. But I had like boxes of John Player Blue and everything. Oh, very good. The creativity even there at such go. a young age. Yeah, yeah. But that's so true. I think, you know, the sea for me is my happy place. Yeah, me too. And it doesn't matter where in the world I am to feel and to hear and to, to just watch the sea and try and understand like how vast it is. Like it's 80%, I think, of the world is water. Yeah. And as well as the, the the body, the energy of the body. And I did a post earlier on. We we all harness the same energy of the trees and the water and the yeah. mountain. We all have the same energy. So yeah. we're capable of anything. Yeah. Once we know how to harness that energy and how we wear, we put our strength into stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and when we go deep, as I knew chatting <laughs> to you would go, yeah. but it does make you think. Yeah. If you do take moments. And again, with the intention of filling in a journal, giving yourself that 15 minutes to say, right, I'm really going to give it my all for 15 minutes or half an hour, making notes in your, in your phone throughout the day to say, I'm going to journal this evening, but having little pointers, you're really going to focus your energy on that 20 minutes yeah. to get the most out of it, as opposed to, oh, I have to fill this shit in. I'm going to write whatever. 
And before you know it, you're at the end of the month and you've nothing yeah. to reflect on. Yeah. So really giving it all for the four weeks and two week, two days each week and saying, right, I'm going to see how I am at the start of the week and towards the end of the week and then move into the fresh week a little bit more clearer. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's putting your energy into something. Yeah. And it's only then you'll get the benefits you know, because yeah. you can watch, We, I think we spoke about ecstatic dancing, but looking at that, you might say, that looks odd. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Or people go and see, look at them head cases in January jumping in the sea. Yeah. And they're watching us and thinking yeah. that. But have they tried it? Yeah. So I haven't tried. I had to try this podcast to see if I enjoyed it. I have to try stuff to be able to have an opinion on something. Mm-hmm. So experience, experience it. it. Yeah. And I, then I know the feeling that it gave me. Because the first time... I got into the sea was in December. Yeah. And, and I, weren't you slagging off people who were getting in the sea? You were talking <laughs> to my friend Robin, where I used to say to Robin two years ago, you are nuts. Yeah. And, but yeah. And, but the community leading up to the sea swim mm. is what it's all about. And afterwards, but for that walk down and anyone knows you Port Marnock, if you don't time it right and the tide is out, it's a bit of a trek. God, yeah. But as you're walking there and the wind is blowing, you say no to yourself so many times. Mm-hmm. You touch that water for the first time. You're like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. So you're in a battle all the time with yourself. No matter if you're there with 20 people or one or 40 people that we've often got in, mm-hmm. you're still fighting that battle because it's your feeling. It's your toes. It's your hands. Yeah. And to get to that four minutes of saying, right, I'm under, I'm in, I've done it. That's a self of achievement. Yeah. My energy just lifts then. Yeah. I feel as if that's why the mornings, I feel as if I can take on the world. Yes. Because I've given that bit of time to myself. Yeah. And that's my energy flow. I love that. And that sets you up it's first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. And the thing about the water is like water has such a pure energy. It's why it's been used in baptisms and, you know, different ceremonies. Like I've, you know, you've been to Bali, there's a water temple where people go and purify themselves. India, there's the Ganges. People are always working with water to purify energy. So like for me, if I've had a couple of clients, like, I mean, last night I went uh, like 10 p.m. for a sea or for a swim because it just purifies me. And you can work with water really intentionally. Like if you can't get to the sea, even having a shower and, and asking the water to just cleanse you. And again, it might be doing nothing, but mm-hmm. it's your intention. Your intention is to clear energy, you know? And uh, yeah, so like I love when I get into the water, love that you said that expansion because like, and something as well for like when you feel overwhelmed by energy, because sometimes, you know, we can get flooded with, you know, emotion and trauma. To use of a word of water flooded. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But whenever, if I ever get flooded with something that's too much, what I do is I imagine the sea. And I imagine that, you know, because I have this amazing teacher. She's in her 80s. And uh, she is always talking about the particle and the wavelength of an atom, right? So you've got your particle, which is matter, which is 3D, right? Physical. But then you've got this wavelength of energy around every atom, right? So we're a body but we're also energy as well. And that's how people feel when they say, oh, she's got great energy. Or, mm-hmm. There's something about her or when she walks into a room, it's, she's magnetic or whatever. It's all energy. But when I get into the sea, I like to lose my physical body and merge with the war and just become energy. And, you know, if you're ever feeling overwhelmed or whatever, something really nice to do is to actually like 
intentionally expand your energy to fill the room and then to fill, say, Ballymun, to fill Dublin, to fill Ireland, to fill the universe. And it's like you get to manipulate energy. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing is when, when they actually studied um, like atoms, atoms behave differently if they're being looked at right so um and especially if you have an intention around it so if you have a negative intention towards an atom under a microscope it'll act differently towards a a positive intention and they've done this research with plants with water and the plants will respond differently they'll they'll yeah but there's the old wives said about talking to your plants and it works yeah but it does obviously makes sense yeah you know and it's um i use the analogy when when someone is drowning, when they feel helpless mm-hmm. and all you want is for someone to throw that life uh, ring, the, the, the inflatable ring to yeah. keep you afloat. And that can that inflatable ring can be anything. So it can be a drink, it can be drugs, it can yeah. be a toxic relationship. And you feel when you're drowning, holding on to that is the only thing that will keep you afloat. Yeah. But being able to actually sit there, breathe, appreciate and tread that water, mm. we can actually float. If we just release, and you know, from lying back, I, mean, you, I saw you doing it the other day, lying yeah, back float. in your back and just allowing you to float and being helpless and just allowing it to be. Surrendering, like I always say, I always feel like I'm so supported and so held if I can float because, you know, you go through life and you think that you're doing life and mm. moving through life. But actually, I believe that there is a force moving us. It's why, like, we have come together in this moment it's why, you know, it's, I think there's a force that's working that is an unseen, invisible force. And, you know, people like Joe Dispenza would call this the field, quantum field of energy that has in, a lot of intelligence. He loves the word space. Space, space, space. space. Do you ever do a meditation? I remember I, do. Sc- I screamed one time. I was listening to a meditation. He was like, stay with me. Because <laughs> he probably knew. He probably knew you were gone. But hey, you just have to do that movement. But unless you stay totally still you can't float. You can't, if your arms are moving up and down or if you're erratic, you will just basically sink. Yeah, I never thought of that. So being totally still and present will give you the calmness to just sit there on the water or lay there. Mm. So there you go. It's a good place to end, I think. Oh, listen, the water analogy. (laughs) I was going to say, you were saying in Bali and we went to a healing fountains and there was fountains all over. Wouldn't be like anybody in Bali to go to. Yeah, I know. I I got to wear a sarong, so I was happy I know that when you went to, yeah. So when we went to, and you had to sort of, you basically gave intentions to each one and there was an anger one where you had to scream into it. Mm. And I hadn't got a problem doing that. So our guide was filming and the next one was the laughter one. It was to finish up. But I couldn't find the laughter in me. Yeah. So I was sort of, when I was making my intention at the fountain, he said, right, you, you walk around and you go into this, you go, in, you go underneath the water. As the water hits you, you have to start laughing. And I was saying, how am I going to start laughing? Like, yeah, I just it couldn't. Didn't it didn't real. feel real. But as I was walking, and of course I was being filmed by one of the lads, uh, I fell. <laughs> I fell, my foot slipped in between two rocks. And of course, I jumped up. But the, all I could do was laugh. And I laughed. And my, and my mom even said, oh, Marcus, you look so happy because I was looking at your video and your shoulders were shrugging. And I was literally... Chuckling. Oh, I was so, so, so funny. That and even thinking weird. about it. But that was the moment that I could laugh. Yeah. And it was given it. to me because I couldn't find it. It was given to everyone else that was looking yeah. at me. But... 
yeah so it's interesting so There's um laughter yoga me and my dad did it years ago we actually were in the newspaper for doing laughter yoga maybe 10 years ago and the whole idea is i mean it's so i mean talk about energy this mm. is how you increase you know your energy but like you basically have to fake a laugh and you fake a laugh and you fake a laugh and you fake a laugh that it becomes so ridiculously funny right and then you can't stop laughing and then every time someone laughs and you're laughing but there was this thing where we all had to lie on each other and we were lying on each other's bellies and then laughing and the sensation of your head bobbing yeah, up yeah, was yeah. just so funny. It's, it's, but a friend did a, a retreat in India and she had to do a week of crying, a week of silence, a week of anger screaming into trees and then a week of laughter. Holy shit. I know, I know. So, so And it was in a massive commune. So you can imagine someone that's angry bumping into someone that's laughing yeah you're not on the same <laughs> yeah it just line. doesn't sound right in my head i was going no that sounds a little bit too much and to become a life, isn't it? Well, we're, yeah, all we're all going around we've all got something but we don't show it yeah you know we don't tend to express it sometimes so people have this vacant expression on their face but inside it could be really painful and other side someone could be really happy and they're going to announce a pregnancy or they'll announce an engagement but it's secret and there's so much that we keep hidden so true but again being around certain people and people that lift our energy we feel free yeah to be able to share that yeah so Boom. look at this look at that i, told look at you that. Be more I know i know i know i could literally talk for hours with <laughs> know, you and yeah, i'm sure we too. will after this yeah we will um so listen thank you so much that was episode eight harnessing my energy harnessing my energy your energy high? Energy. How is your energy? My energy is great. Good. Mine too. Yeah. So listen, thank you so much Hi. and tune in for the next episode.